With COVID-19 creating new avenues in how Melbourne sells property, you are sure to have seen a variety of new versions of different types of selling methods over the past six months. Today, we talk to Senior Vice President of the REIV, Adam Docking, to find out which is the best method of sale for you and your property. Welcome to Real Estate Right, where we talk to top experts on how to buy, sell, rent and invest right. Your hosts are Grant Kennedy and Sue Langada. Real Estate Right is your go-to library of information to help buyers, sellers, renters and investors get their real estate right. We would love it if you could subscribe, rate and review us wherever you listen to your podcasts and relish in the knowledge that is found within all our fabulous episodes. Having started real estate in 1991, Adam is about to tick over 30 years in the industry. Adam is the director of his own independent family-owned business, Docking Real Estate, in the eastern suburb of Vermont. A fellow of the Real Estate Institute of Australia, Adam is the current Senior Vice President of the REIV, Chair of the Auction Chapter and an accredited REIV auctioneer. Welcome, Adam. How are you? <laughs> good afternoon. How are you? Yeah, good, thanks. Um, so since you were on Real Estate Right earlier this year, obviously a lot has changed in the global economic climate. How have you found the real estate industry? It's disappeared. <laughs> no, no. Look, it's... No. Um, in some respects, it's gone to old traditional real estate. So stage three was going back to old traditional one-on-one appointments, um, using the phone a lot more, doing a lot more follow-up. Yeah. Uh, stage four, look, really is just a, a stop of the industry until we uh, were actually let outside again. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting times, isn't it? Oh, yeah. yeah. So getting into the questions, what are the differences between auctions, private sales and expressions of interest? Okay, um, well, auctions are your traditional uh, agents stand at the front of the property in front of a crowd yeah. and, and take bids from the crowd and effectively do a theatrical production to sell the property at the best price you can. Yeah. Uh, a private sale is genuinely, we'll, we'll take it offer, negotiation and acceptance Mm-hmm. Uh, traditionally it was always an offer by a purchaser and then negotiate back and forth a bit and then uh, to an agreed price and then a contract. Mm-hmm. But, you know, with, with modern technology, it could be anything. It could be a verbal offer. It could even be an offer by the vendor to a purchaser. Um, expressions of interest, there's there's a lot of different uh, permutations to that. But yeah. basically a expression of interest is a private sale with a deadline. Yeah. I, I always call it a uh, auction in an envelope. Mm. Yeah. And, and, uh, yeah. A sealed envelope bid, a sealed yeah. envelope auction. Yeah. Yeah. So it's essentially put your best offer in and there might be half a dozen offers come in and yep. it's basically the one who gives us the best offer. Yep. And that it, doesn't have to be money. It could be also terms. Could be. Look, we've, we've had offers, a perfect example, the last uh, expressions of interest we did um, was just uh, oh gosh I'm thinking probably about about April yeah um, and the winner of it was um, ten thousand dollars below the top uh, offer yes um, but it was an unconditional offer so yep. it, it made sense to the vendor 
Yeah, fair enough. All good. What are the different sales strategies that make vendors or agents choose or favour one over the other? Look, number one uh, strategy or, or the number one item you must look at is does the vendor have a preferred method? Yeah. Um, now, that could be two things. It is I prefer auction private sale set sale. Yeah. Um, or I'm definitely not going to go to auction at all. I can't stand in my aunt, uncle, brother, sister, mother, father auction, and it was a com- complete failure. Yeah. That's the first first step. Uh, the second step when advising a vendor of the methodology, is there a reason one of the other? So let's say you take an auction. Is this a sort of property that's very attractive that could attract a, a higher price by competition? Yeah. Um, or with an auction, it could be that uh, there's different attributes to the property that might attract a wide audience. Is the property on a big block that could be development site? Mm. Uh, is the property a period home that could attract, you know, the, the, the yuppies that want to do it up? Are there all the different things. And, and if it could be all in that same yeah. property, um, so you might have uh, you know, one, two, three, four or five different types of buyers that would, would have a different price point for the house. Yeah. Um, expressions of interest are we use those a lot when an auction is a preferred method however we're looking at dealing with a first home buyer market Mm. who may not be able to bid an unconditional contract but still want that opportunity okay yeah it's different like i notice a few of my agents have been going towards the expressions of interest on the basis that they can't do auctions at the moment or they're preferring not to do the online auctions so they choose expressions of interest instead and i believe it's working quite well for them in the current climate yeah um look we're we're opening it more where where before we might be in our discussion with the vendor we might be let's say 80 20 auction towards a an expressions of interest we now may be 70 or 60 uh, percent towards an auction or something we will still auction the property because um, as an online platform there's some really really good from an agent point of Mm. view some really inherent inherent positives of of an online auction Um, the one negative that used to happen with expressions of interest is if you had multiple offers you were drawing up multiple contracts um, over a period of time, you were wasting loads and loads of time, loads and loads of paper. Mm. Um, and you knew in your own mind that most of the offers were going to just go straight into the into the uh, waste paper bin. Mm. Nowadays with modern technology, DocuSign and Adobe Sign, it's made it so much better and easier that I think you'll see uh, a rise of expressions of interest more so than even a private sale. Yeah. Yeah, like it will be probably auctions than expressions of interest in terms of mm. um, priorities. Yeah, um, I must admit I've seen a couple of online auctions, and I, I just feel that there's a lot more transparency because you've got the buyer sitting on the screen right in front of you, you know, and you know who their names are and all that sort of stuff, and and it's there. Yeah, well, we use uh, we use a platform called uh, Anywhere Auctions. Mm. That's the look. It's the preferred platform for the Real Estate Institute of Victoria. Yeah. Uh, one of the fantastic benefits of it is that um, before the auction, we know exactly how many registered bidders we have mm. for the property. Now, that can be good because, uh, like Fragment say, we've got one this weekend, we've got seven registrations, so we know we're going to have a fairly good auction, so I can prepare for it in one direction. Yeah. The downside of that is, is you can go into a Saturday knowing you've got absolutely no bidders. Yes. But in saying that too, you can still then prepare an auction based on that you're not going to have a have bidders. Yeah. 
Um, the only real difficult thing with online auctions is like I'm doing now, I'm staring at a camera. Yeah. I'm not staring at people. So it's only a one-way conversation. I can't have that general um, platter or patter with yeah. uh, with with a with a with crowd. So I do lose the um, uh, that excitement or the energy from the yeah. crowd. That's probably the only real downside with it. Mm. And there's also you, d- you don't get the walk buyers, the ones who just no. pass the house and go, "Oh, actually, yeah. I might buy that one today." You, know, you don't get those. You would, yep, you would be surprised how many. Uh, buyers or how many properties are sold on a weekend mm. to people that see the house for the first time yeah. that day. Yeah. Oh, it's staggering. It's staggering. Yeah. I can imagine. Mm. Yes. Okay. So do some of the auctions or expressions of interest or private sales work better in different suburbs than others? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Look, they, they do. Um, look, expressions of interest is, is universal. Yeah. Um, you know, to a point, auction is too, but expressions of interest can be used anywhere at all. Look, um, the upside of expressions of interest is it opens a property up to absolutely everybody. People that may want it subject to building inspection, subject to bank finance, subject to selling their own home. could be yeah. myriad different reasons. That's an upside for the purchaser yeah. and a vendor, but it could be a downside because then I, I'm opening it up to everybody that might want to have a crack at the property. Yeah. Um, with an auction, look... There's certain properties that, you know, that probably aren't necessary in auction property. Let, let's take for argument's sake a property that is definitely 100% a development site. Yeah. Um, in that situation, there a developer is going to buy the property based on his return after he builds a property. Mm. He's, he's not going to get excited and carried away and, and bid another $150,000 because he has to have it. There's yeah. a, there's a intrinsic value in it. Yeah. So some properties, yeah, definitely don't suit auctions. Um, we would uh, carefully scrutinise a property um, based on what we think the purchaser uh, um, clientele will be. Mm. If we're expecting a lot of first home buyers, then we'd probably steer more towards an expressions of interest. Yeah. Um, again, as I said, so that we can uh, open it up to people that can't make an unconditional offer. Yeah. Uh, if the property is not one that we can see uh, let, let's take for argument's sake a villa unit there's there's 25 on the block mm. you know they're all the same they've all been selling at xyz price then there's not really a great reason to auction it because you're not going to you know pull another 10 percent 5 percent 20 percent out of that out of that sale because mm. they're, they're almost valued for you yeah yeah like i've always thought that expressions of interest were either very high-end properties the one rather than the, the lower end of the market on the basis that you know you see i suppose more commercial properties um you know big vacant land sizes you know expression of interests on the side of nepean highway or or you know maroondah highway or wherever um yeah. or even the you know m- huge mansions of Turak or something, they yep. may be more. No, very good point because, yeah. well, well, in that respect, yeah, and, and, and I totally agree with you on that one. Uh, probably, look, I'm in the eastern suburbs of, of Melbourne, yeah. um, where our average or sorry, our median price is probably you know one point one mm. for argument's sake. If we get a, I use the term mansion for a property that's two million dollars, yeah, there's a pretty good chance that we would go to an expressions of interest over an auction. Yeah. Um, one is it sounds very exclusive, yes. but two, on auction day, we don't want 250 people walking through the property just because, you know, they can. Mm. So in that respect, yeah, definitely we, we would go to an expressions of interest and we would use the words expressions of yes. interest where 
um, on, a, on another property, we might actually use, you know, uh, for sale or office sale. closing or something or, like that. Yeah, mm. yeah. Yeah, there's, there's different. So essentially a set sale and exp- is the lower end of the market or, a, you know, for sale. And then expressions of interest is exactly the same thing, but, um, you know. Just semantics. Just exactly. Semantics, yeah. Yes, just language. Yes, definitely. Okay, so which system seems to be more transparent? Um, oh, look, auction has to be the most transparent yeah. because everybody's watching everybody else and everybody can see what everybody's bidding. Mm. Um, so without doubt, auction's the most transparent. Yeah, definitely. Uh, what happens if you don't sell or have an offer by um, by the auction or expressions of interest deadline? Uh, they both uh, generally will, uh, if they're going to continue on the market, they just uh, uh, will then revert to a private sale. Yeah. Uh, and depending on your your methodology, it'll either go to a, a fixed price yeah. um, or a price range from there on, but it just becomes a, a standard private sale. Yeah, fair enough. So essentially the fixed price, would that be the reserve that was asked for on the day or would that be considered um, uh, something else? Oh, look, yes, it could be. It, yeah. it could be that because the reserve is is reasonable. Yeah. Um, you know, you might want to put a little bit of a negotiating buffer into it as yeah. well. Um, it, it really depends on the property, depends on the vendor, and it depends on the agent. Yeah. Um, so there's no fixed uh, methodology. Mm. Fair enough. Okay, so we will take a small break and come back with more from Adam Docking. You're listening to Real Estate Right. I'm Sue Langada and I'm on today with Adam Docking from Docking Real Estate in Vermont, talking about auctions versus private sales versus expressions of interest. So, Adam, are there any differences between the commission structures when choosing auction over private sale or expressions of interest? Um, I don't think there should be. I yeah. uh, really, look, the, the agent's going to work just as hard on all methods. Yeah. Um, for, philosophically, I don't, for the simple fact is I don't want that to be the reason a vendor picks one method over the other. Okay. So, yeah. There should be a general rule that there isn't, but there might be some, be. Yeah, absolutely. There some be agents rule. that may, yeah. may not do it that way and, you know, probably Correct. stay clear from those, clear away from those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what marketing is essential when contemplating an auction? Um, number one, the best photographer and the best photography you can find. Yeah. Um, you want to show the property in its best light. Yeah. Um, I'm still a traditionalist, so I do believe that the public reads what we write. Yes. Um, so a well-scripted um, blurb on the property, absolutely, with a good heading. It's got to, and, yeah. and please don't ever use location, location, oh, location okay. or something like that. If you do, <laughs> please uh, ring the REIV and hand in your uh, licence. Yeah. You, you, <laughs> you should be shot. Yeah. Um, yeah, so those are the two most important things. Um, pardon a purchaser looks at the photos and the text, and that's the attraction. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you've got to be able to sell them. So therefore, a floor plan is very vital um, uh, because really they're, they're buying the floor plan. Yes. Um, the, 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 the words and the pictures attract the, uh, the floor plan and sells them. Yeah, I agree. I, I don't look at any house without a floor plan. I just think that's... Yeah. And I, I hear that constantly. Yeah. Is there any difference between the marketing for a an auction versus a private sale or expressions of interest or you cross the board the same? No, there shouldn't be. There should be, the, the, the marketing should be based on the property, yeah. not based on the methodology. Yeah. 
Um, you may do a couple of little different things like on a private sale, you may just put a for sale board, just a nondescript agency for sale board. Yeah. Uh, with an option expressions of interest, you may decide that you want to do a full picture board and, and something in between. Yeah, you need the internet as well. Oh, with, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if it's not on the internet, it's not for sale. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But in, in leading that into it also is is now in technology age, and you know, the fact is we've we've had you know, pretty much a, a miserable year with with COVID nineteen. Yeah. Um, more and more so, a virtual tour of the property is becoming more and more important as well. Yeah, definitely. I must admit, I like um, which I, you probably can't do anymore now is. Uh, I saw an agent, well, there's been a few. They, there's different ways of doing it. There's the virtual tour, but then there's also the agent walking through the house and opening up all the cupboards and saying, look how deep this is. And like, look, it's got soft closed drawers on the kitchen and it's got nice marble splashbacks or, or just really going through the property mm-hmm. because the, the the purchasers can't do it themselves. Um, and no, that's actually on, a walkthrough video. Um, yeah. And on top of that is is... I, I like those as long as they're not too long. I like those because the agent, if they're smart, will actually just inject a bit of maybe a humor or a little bit of yeah, personality into them and make it yeah. fun to watch. Yeah. Um, but, they, but I also saw them on, they, they sort of do a, a virtual tour at, on their Facebook live and say, okay, at two o'clock on Thursday, I'm going to go through this property. And then all of a sudden you can see how many people are actually looking at the same time. So you, all of a sudden you're creating comp- competition. It is fantastic. And on top of that, with those sort of things, they can be um, two-way, whereas a virtual tour is, uh, you know, I'm sitting in front of my computer looking at the property. Yeah. Um, but you could be doing it on your Facebook page and yeah. someone could text you to say, hey, you know, can you turn left? I just need you to have, show me show me that cupboard there or that drawer. Where does that door yeah. lead to? So yeah. fantastic. And it's using technology and using tools that we do have just in a, in a different way. Definitely, yeah. It's, it's amazing how... You know, innovative people, you know, real estate agents have become through this this COVID time, but also there's a, it got rid of a lot of the time wasters, didn't it? Oh yeah, and that comes back to my earlier point that uh, mm. in some respects it's it's better now that we're doing one on one inspections because yeah. you know on a Saturday we could have you know ten, twenty, thirty, forty people walk through a property, yeah. but in reality two or three of them are fair dink, and we just got to yeah. find which two they are. Yeah. Whereas with the one on one inspections. You know, they're not going to waste their time. They're mm. not going to waste our time unless they're fair income. So it does. It's at the moment. It's really, really, really uh, quality well, over quantity at the moment. Oh yeah, which is good. It's what you want. Yeah. Um, so, are there any other forms of sale that we could be using when selling a home? Look, they're the three main methods that cover mm. everything. Um, so there's not really anything else that you can use unless you want to, you know, come up with a different name for a sale by set date or something like that but really auction private sale and sale by fixed date are the the three main ones yeah definitely okay so do you think online auctions and expressions of interest will start being used more often now that we've worked that they have worked so well during this COVID-19 year you know do you think we might be moving that direction in the future or not um I think the online auction I mean look I I can speak for myself on this one um We'll continue to do online auctions, but when we're allowed to do a street auction, we'll have both methods working together. So yeah. I'll be calling a street auction with the, with the online uh, uh, platform as involved well. as well. Yeah. Um, I definitely think that uh, expressions of interest will be used a lot more. Um, yeah. Also because 
they have been used quite a bit over this period of time. The public is starting to understand the process mm. where before it wasn't widely used. There was a lot of um, uncertainty uh, about the methodology. Exclusivity was probably also putting people off as well. From Yeah. Well, then again, it's just a matter of changing the words from, you know, expression of interest to sale by fixed date or something similar. Yeah. Yeah. So do you think the REIV will think about maybe registered bidders as a permanent thing or not? Um, well, that's a Victoria thing more so than an institute thing. Yeah, um, okay. So, look, I don't see the benefit of really uh, registering bidders. Um, yeah. and from your point before, you, you, you can't have walk-ups. Yeah. I can't think of one uh, scenario ever, and this is not just me, but you know, my colleagues and the industry that we've had an issue where someone's bid and then, you know, jumped in the car and sped off. So I think it's probably more of a storm in a teacup. It's a great way to sell a news story on a quiet Saturday, more so than being a concern that we we need to register. Yeah, fair enough. Well, thanks so much again, Adam, for your expert knowledge on the different sales processes. Absolute pleasure. So if you would like to contact Adam Docking to sell your home, call 8877-0222 or go to www.mjdocking.com.au. Next week, we will be talking about the lifestyle change when moving to the country. We will be talking to Will Walton from Bell Property in Dalesford, and he's going to talk to us about all the different things we need to consider when we're buying in regional Victoria. Don't miss it. Real Estate Right is a real copyright production, hosted, written and produced by me, Sue Langada. I would like to thank Podbean for hosting our podcast, Premium Beat for our theme music and Zoom for our video link. Don't forget to subscribe, rate and review Real Estate Right on your favourite podcast platform. And if you would like to ask one of our experts a question on the podcast, email your questions to sue at realestateright.com.au. Thanks for listening to Real Estate Right.